Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. Here we are, and we're both like so professional now because Amber's got herself a microphone too. Speak into the mic. (laughs) We are amplified. Can you hear me? (laughs) Even though sometimes I don't know that mine makes a difference just given the fact that these paper walls that I have, you know, is not the the, the best (laughs) setup for acoustics. I think Um, you sound great. And I hope this makes me sound even better. Speaking of sounding, um, my voice is still not like 100. I don't know how it sounds to people. Like I can hear it. Yeah, can you? Okay, Mm because this has been now, it's Wednesday. I got home from Washington last Tuesday, and this started like the Saturday before I got home. So it's a week and a half, like getting close to, well, my voice is like totally gone Saturday. So yeah, a week and a half. We'll see. Maybe tomorrow will be the day that it's back, back. But I can't fucking believe it. Like I never had a much of a cough or anything like a little bit of a cough um but it would mostly feel like dry throat after talking a lot mm-hmm. um but and a little bit of a runny nose or something but nothing major i'm just like my goodness this thing is holding on holding yeah. on and it didn't i mean i haven't checked in with my mom because she's really she's always so susceptible to any cold or anything um but i haven't heard that anyone else got got it at all um so, and Andrew hasn't gotten any kind of sniffle since I got home. So I don't know what the fuck is going on, but. Quincy and I have a little bit of a cough mm. thing going on right now. Hopefully nothing too major. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know what it is. Um, but I, so it's good timing that we did stack a couple of episodes because last week um, I really wanted to try to record one more time before I left Washington, but I had like no fucking voice. And then, yeah. um even in the last few days so so yeah timing that I shouldn't have to cough much and people can understand me (laughs) but I can hear you loud and clear and I can hear my little guy in the background (laughs) well I can't hear him right um, uh so yeah I was in Washington for 10 days that was super cool so our last episode that we recorded with Tammy Joe of Outspring uh, we got to do that in person. Amber and I were sitting on her bed right next to each other. It was so fun and great. Like I said, I'm super bummed. I was hoping we would get like two or three episodes recorded when there, but man, the time fucking flies. So 10 days when I thought about it, I was like, oh my God, it's going to feel like forever. And I, this is like the fastest trip I feel like I've had. I can't believe it was 10 days. Um, and I was not ready to come home. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, it, it just wasn't relaxing whatsoever. Um, which I also knew it wasn't going to be because for the first time in a while, I, I made a lot of plans um, instead of just hanging out and, and being low key. So I kind of was prepared for it, but I just wasn't prepared for how fast it was going to go. Cause mm-hmm. it and I've been getting sadder like every time I leave because it's just so hard to leave like my niece and nephew and I mean everybody, but yeah. They're just, you know, every time I see them turning more into more into humans, like yes, little humans, they're real. like, you know, talking and so smart. And um, 
and I was about to start my period. So I was just like super fucking emotional before mm-hmm. I left. And it was just like, just fucking crying. And I even like, usually the last few times I'll like leave my brothers for the last time. I like saying goodbye to them and I'll, I'll like cry in the car or something, yeah. but I fucking like couldn't hold it in. And I just cried in front of him and Jen and like into Aww. his chest. I just like leaned like I started crying he's like oh my god what's wrong and I just like went to him and just like leaned into him just crying on him while he hugged me and uh I was just like yeah it was just so sad but I mean I love them so much because they are not like I mean it's different with my mom obviously because she's my mom she wants me there as much as possible so she would if she saw me be emotional about leaving I feel like she'd like hook on like oh my god yes. just come just come home just come yeah home. rest your head in my bosom child <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just stay here you don't have to go but tk and jen are like we'll come see you you know as soon as this third one is like stable and mm-hmm. um you know they're not what making me feel bad whatsoever about not being there they love having me and how involved i am with the kids like you're just like the best aunt it's just they're True so that. lucky to have an aunt like you and but like I said, I was just so happy that they were there, even if they want me there and wish I was there like full time. Um, they don't tell me that and that I really appreciate that because I don't. Yes. That makes it harder. Like, I don't want to feel pulled because I love my fucking life here, too. Yes. And I love my yes. family and friends in Washington so much. And it's so hard. It's already so, so hard to be away that, um, you know, putting that kind of guilt on somebody is just not unnecessary yeah it's not cool um yeah and again I'm not saying that my mother does that by any yeah. means and like that she does it purposefully or anything like that but I just know that they're conscious TK and Jen of um of not doing that yeah and uh and yeah just trying to get here of course it's hard for them to travel with two kids and one about to pop and two dogs and jobs and all that but but man, would I really like people to start coming to see me more often? <laughs> yes. Hopefully I can come in September. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And like, it's just so hard. It's so hard for everyone. I mean, it gets harder for me to leave just because I have more commitments and responsibilities and stuff like that. But life's fucking weird. Yeah. 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 But uh, so it was a great trip. Amber and I got to go mountain biking. Yes. That was super cool. I rented a bike up there um, and we rode Raging River, the area that the Sturdy Dirty will be at. So I wanted to get a little trail up there fresh in my head. So I had some motivation when I got down back down to Tahoe to find some trails that are as similar as possible to ride. But um, then I I hurt my fucking back at the gym yesterday. It was really stupid. And I'm like really hoping it goes away quickly because I the way where it hurts like it just kind of even hurts to sit so I'm like yeah. thinking about biking and like hitting any bump I'm like that is not gonna do well so I gotta take some time yeah off do some yoga do yeah some lower back yoga stretch your hips yeah it was really dumb because I didn't even realize till this morning that um in this I heard it doing a deadlift a specific just stance and hold and everything all this crap and then this morning I'm driving to the gym and I was like oh my god I am literally the worst at math I had an Mm -hmm. extra 45 pounds that I was not accounting for and I was following a program so I should have been at like a certain weight 
and I was doing 45 pounds heavier than that, like out of the gate. So I'm like, yeah, no fucking wonder why I heard it in that, like as early on when I did, because I was not like ready to lift that weight. Yeah. (laughs) So I just got so mad at myself. Like why the fuck I should like, this should be in my head very, um, clearly and just automatically adding yeah. adding weights together in the plates and this is the second time recently that I have completely forgotten to count a 45 pound plate Whoops! <laughs> but the first time I didn't get hurt so there's that yeah. but yeah anyways I digress Washington we biked it was pouring rain it was fun it was yes, great yes. and we got to see Hillary in person too for the first time in a year. Um so and Becca. Yeah, uh, Bex. Yeah. So Sweet I have this Bex. picture. I don't know. Did we I don't know if um I or Hillary sent you the picture of all four of us? I think Hillary did. Okay. Cause I love that picture so much and I've been wanting to yeah. post it. And I've just like, I got back and went straight to work and the last week was so busy. And then I had Sunday off um, and then just right back to it. So I'm like, man, I, yeah, I haven't had a second to like, think about my own shit. I feel like, cause then yeah. Sunday was mother's day and we were just hanging out at with Andrew's parents and stuff. So I'm like, man, I really want a day of uh, nothing. Not doing, yeah. Not yeah. doing a whole lot. I hear that totally. dude. Uh, I hear that. Um, so we have a little bit of a topic today. I don't know. You know, we always say, see how quick we can make it or whatever without going off too many tangents. It's also almost 830 at night. So there's that. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about boundaries because a lot of emotions came up for me when I was in Washington, especially my last few days there. Like I said, I was just getting really emotional because I was not ready to go home. I didn't feel like I got enough time there with the people that I wanted to hang out with, Amber being one of them. And, um, and, and, you know, it's kind of working and not, and I'm just like, man, it is so hard. Boundaries have been a hot topic in the wellness world. I feel like on social media and stuff for a while now, like, you know, set your boundaries, say no to things and whatnot. But I mean, it's so true. Mm -hmm. We have to set boundaries because our boundaries have been broken down in the last decade for at least because of our smartphones and yes. their smart watches. We're yep. always, always connected. Um, and it gets really hard to disconnect because yeah. if you are, you know, you using your phone to communicate with friends on your day off, a message can come up from work and um and it just can throw you into a spiral. And that's actually what happened without going into too much detail on a Saturday morning. I got a text and it just like it was work related and it really just like pissed me off and put me in a real bad mood. And I cried for like an hour um, <laughs> before I was going to my brother's. And so then I was an hour behind and getting to my brother's. So that also made me even more emotional. Um, But I was just like, man, like, I just wish I didn't see that message. And it actually prompted me to turn off the badges on my phone uh, because I am definitely a person that when I see a notification, see a little badge, whatever, I have to fucking check it and I can't let it go. So I turned those off on a couple of apps, one being my email app and one just this other messaging app. Um, And just so that I wouldn't check it because I was like, okay, theoretically, 
when like um how do I say this so theoretically when I'm working I'd be at my computer thus the emails would pop up and the messages on whatever app would pop up um, and if I'm not at my computer then I shouldn't have to answer right away right Thank like I'm you. not at work um <laughs> although there are times that you know especially me with going up being 30 minutes from town and sometimes when Andrew and I go to or from town especially if we're going together um I'm still in the middle of work so I'll be answering stuff and doing stuff on the way into town but so yeah like I said that's theoretically I should be at my computer while working there's definitely times and plenty of exceptions for me that I'm working and using my need my phone for the communication not my computer but I'm testing this uh this thing of not having the badges come up and see if it works uh, for me without missing things. You know, I don't want to be missing emails or important messages, mm -hmm. but I know I, I'd wake up and I think most people do these days, get on their phone and check, you know, social media or whatever. But for me, before even social media, I would um, check my emails because the badges would be there. I don't have the badges on Facebook or Instagram because I never wanted those notifications. Yeah. Um, but it's still like, yeah, I check it. But yeah, so I'd check the emails and just delete all the junk and quickly open a work email and read it. But then that would bite me in the ass because I would read one at six in the morning um, and then forget maybe about it <laughs> and like yeah. because it wasn't marked unread so mm -hmm. I'm like oh fuck I forgot to respond so I've been working on trying to leave things unread for when I actually have the time to respond uh mm -hmm. but now yeah I'm like said I'm waking up and I'm realizing like oh I haven't I haven't even checked my email today yeah um but on a Saturday that I'm off like that's fucking great you know mm -hmm. like or even get in the morning at seven in the morning, I don't need to be reading my work emails. If I'm going to go to the gym or go on a walk or just not start work until nine o'clock or nine 30, yes. I don't need to be reading those because then I get inundated with all this information. And that's where I get a lot of anxiety and can't even actually focus on the things that I want to do for myself. Like go yeah, on a bike ride or walk in work mode. Your yep. headspace is in work mode. Yep. I'm like, Oh my God, I read that email. I got to get back to it. And da da da. And so, you know, plenty of people can answer emails and texts and stuff outside of like any hour of the day and, yeah. and be fine or whatever. But I, I, I gotta be in a headspace. And, mm -hmm. um, so I, that's a boundary I'm setting with myself is trying not to work outside of work hours. Good and job. I don't think I need to feel bad for that. Nope. Either. Because if other people have different ways of working and don't mind checking these things at any time of day like good for them but yeah this has been a struggle of mine for years because even with my own business I'd get an email you know late at night or something from someone and I'd be like oh man like and it could put me in a in a certain kind of mood or uh, you know not relax me and stuff um and that's why I when I had a business phone number just through like google I I made the hours like only from whatever, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. or something. So I wasn't getting calls randomly when I didn't want to answer them. And then I was like, fuck this. I'm just deleting this number. Like people don't need to call me. They can email yeah. me. Like, yeah. if it's somebody that I don't know. They don't need to be able to reach me via phone these days. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't think so. Um, I, I think emailing 
like a stranger emailing me about, you know, working out is perfectly acceptable. Yeah. With work, I draw hard boundaries. That's hard. good. Yeah. That's hard. Good. <laughs> like, fuck off between mm-hmm. these hours and these hours with all due respect. But like with this <laughs> most recent job, I didn't have work stuff on my phone. I didn't care about the job enough. Um, And yeah. Well, that's good. And I don't think, and see, that's where some guilt creeps in by even just you saying, like, I didn't care about the job enough to have it on my phone. But it's like, but even if you care about your job, you shouldn't have to yes. have it on your phone, really. No. Like I said, if it's like, unless you are a mobile person. And yeah. like I said, like, yes, I want it on my phone because there's plenty of times I'm able to answer an email, but I just don't want the notifications during certain hours. So if anybody out there has certain apps or just knows things because I don't look around at all the settings and stuff where I could turn off notifications for like just one email account for certain hours then I would go that route so that my badges do come up at other times um and especially because when I'm working like the floor at the stores um I'm I'm not now I'm not seeing emails or checking them really but at the same time I'm like well my job that day is to work the floor not do the marketing so I feel like I can also get away with not having to answer an email in the middle of the day when I'm actually supposed to be talking to a customer like I don't know I I mean it's just and it's it is hard when you wear multiple hats it is it is it's hard to fucking figure out and draw the boundaries and the lines Mm -hmm. and I don't have a normal schedule um so so yeah like I said you know as hard as I fucking tried to have certain days off that just isn't really a reality still in the industry that I'm in so it's pretty hard to keep track of like oh what days did you work this week or are you working and blah blah but that's why people also have certain apps that they only talk to mm-hmm. like each other or coworkers, yes, employees, whatever yes. through these apps and typically we do we do use an app for that and, and I have my notifications turned off for that on the weekends and on my off hours but I would still see the badge, so I'd still check yep. them. But yeah. uh, so I turned that fucking badge off. Like, uh, no, because like I said, you were like, "Bye, badge." Yeah, I'll be at my computer, and that app's open, and that's when I see them. And if I'm not, then I just make it a point then throughout the day to like check the app and and email. But uh, so trying to draw a line boundaries of work, and I think a lot of people have these issues whether they work for somebody or for themselves, especially for themselves. Like, how do you draw those boundaries? Because you're yeah. worried that if you aren't answering every like email um, immediately or something, then you're not going to make the money or something. And it's like living in scarcity, and that's that's how I had been for mm-hmm. forever, and I'm trying to get out of that. So it's it's hard to fucking draw them or just the expectations of you just feel like you're expected to answer at any yes. time. And I was going to everyone... say whose expectations yours or what you're assuming uh, someone else is expecting out of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the times uh, you would just assume things of other people when mm-hmm. really that's not. Yeah. And so Please. true. And that's why it's, it's like, you shouldn't feel guilty about that because most likely you're, boss like understands especially if you're working a job that is not you know something that has 
every anything has to be done immediately it's not an emergency yeah. and when if you are on a project or something something's going on that you you might have to answer something immediately you kind of know that ahead of time like okay yeah. we're um like I don't know maybe there's some big event going on that like we were putting on and I knew I'd had I needed to be able to uh for people to be able to get a hold of me to answer questions that's different I would make myself available um yeah. and it may be outside of my like quote-unquote no normal working hours or something but if that's something that happens once in a while that's totally acceptable but I think most of us do not work in a field where we constantly have to be um available and yeah and be expected to respond back to you. And if you have a boss like that, that's like harping on you and getting on you for that, then I think you just need to reevaluate that and be it's like, set boundaries. Yeah. Fuck but off also, without with, all due respect. Yeah. Without. <laughs> and, but also like, like people, bosses, a lot of the times will take advantage of people who they are. Like, you know what I mean? Bosses mm -hmm. see people for who they really are and are like, how can I, sometimes, sometimes mm -hmm. not all bosses, not yeah. all bosses. If you're listening bosses, <laughs> um, but some people will totally take advantage of those certain characteristic types that are like, yes, anything. And if you mm -hmm. say jump, how high and all this other kind of stuff. But if you're a person who's like, no motherfucker. And no, no, yeah, <laughs> no, that's you just what... got to really draw those freaking boundaries, even with the hard narcissist, crazy people who are not our bosses. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know who my boss is. <laughs> yeah, you might. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, it's um, but you bring up a good point, though, of. of well, saying no, and it's also like it might not even be your boss that's taking advantage of you, but you mm -hmm. could like friendships family Ooh, all of these things are, are what I was thinking there? about as well with boundaries yes, because you. these people do take advantage and maybe they don't mean to these um, fucking people man <laughs> I think many of us have probably had a friend or family member Just, or someone close Just. to us that uh takes advantage of you always being there for them it could be as simple as like you only hear from them when they need something or are having a hard time and it can take a while for you to notice that yourself because you maybe be the, as that person like yeah you're you've got no problem you want to be there for your people mm -hmm. something happens and you realize they're like wait a second like I answer when they call and they don't answer when I call like what's going on mm -hmm. um and so just evaluating those relationships in your life and being able to like bring it up to the people, which is also can be yes. very hard and can cause rifts, especially if that person doesn't think that that's what they're doing, because mm -hmm. we all have different perspectives. Exactly. And expectations mm -hmm. and values. And it's all different. Every one person is different. But with the people of your friends that you choose and want to be friends with, if you know who they are as a person and you have these certain expectations out of them, you just, it just is what it is sometimes. And like maybe communicate about it. Sure. But I don't know if it's really causing some riffles, like Taryn said, like establish the boundaries mm -hmm. or talk about where your expectations are. I don't know. Yeah, also just I mean, have fun too with yeah, friends. <laughs> totally. And well, I think that's where you know, like it's hard to have the conversations and open it yeah. up. You don't know how it's going to be received. Yep. So 
I kind of think in your own mind, you have to go through all the possibilities of, okay, this conversation can go one of fucking 10 ways or something yeah. and be prepared yourself mm -hmm. as much as you can mentally and emotionally and stuff for it to go in all these different ways, because maybe that yes, person yes. doesn't receive it well and now wants time from you. And, um, but in the end, it's like, is that that's going to be, no matter how it works out, it you have to know it's still going to work out for you in the best way. If that yeah. person like cuts you off, whether it's a long time or short time or whatever, it's like you're, you were doing it to protect yourself in the first place. And so mm -hmm. if, if they're not able to, you know, come back and, and see that or change their ways or respect how you're feeling, then maybe it's a good thing that that person yes. know, cuts, cuts ties or whatever. And again, it could always be uh, for a short period of time because sometimes people are going through shit in their life that and they're in tunnel vision right yeah. they're only seeing like what's happening to them or whatnot um I've been there for sure I've 100% been the person Same. who's like life is happening to me and not yeah. anyone else mm -hmm. um and and I don't I don't know if I've done this per se to someone uh I would hope that at least now someone could tell me because I maybe might not have been able to receive it well at, a, at another point in my life and I think that now I can and I would it would definitely make me look more into myself than to blame that Thousand. person and yes. not be a well but you do this or you do that and just be able to listen and hear it um and and kind of go from there be able to have just a conversation mm -hmm. but yeah so boundaries are just a fucking just a thing and yeah. boundaries in um in romantic relationships too. I mean, there, there can be all sorts of boundaries there. Yeah. I don't really know about like person personally, like what boundaries I would feel like I had with Andrew. Um, obviously I'm sure there are, but yeah. it's like, don't fart in bed. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, like fart in bed, man. And I don't do. know. Cause like, we each have our thresholds right and so I guess that could be a boundary <clears throat> of like knowing when you're pushing someone's buttons and mm -hmm. then I guess that's their boundary you're pushing past their boundary and you can recognize with your partner that um you're picking at them um and, and you're gonna push them over the edge sometimes you just want to piss them off mm -hmm. um hell yeah and so you have those kind of just, yeah, being able to know each other and know when you're pushing the buttons and when you're pushing too far. Um, and that's with, again, that goes back to friendships or yeah. any kind of relationship of just knowing that person. And if you don't know that person very well, you don't know what their buttons are. Sometimes yes. you push to find the boundaries. Yes. Um, but I feel like with a lot of conflict in my life, uh, on my part, what I do a lot of the times, and I'm sure other people do this because we are all human, is uh, assume things of people and just take it and fucking run with it without even asking questions, mm -hmm. without even having conversations. I'm just like, I've made up my mind. This is what happened. Mm -hmm. And take it and run with those assumptions. And so also with boundaries and assumptions and all the things that go along with it is just like communicating and acknowledging what's going on in you, what's going on in the other person. And because a lot of the time, like sometimes if there is a conflict, it's, it may not be boundaries. It might just be miscommunication. Yeah. You done when assumed some shit. <laughs> yep. 
And I'm definitely bad at that because like I I react. I am very reactive, but I don't not always directly to the person who caused the reaction. Yeah. So you know, I could be festering on something very little for a long fucking time, but I also feel that like I will let it go or I will bring it up, but I do need time to process it before I can talk about it because I am also so emotional and sensitive that if I do talk about it too early, I don't feel like I can get my point across because like I'll fucking cry because I just cry when I'm frustrated. Um, That's natural. Yeah. And so, um, so I need that time, but I, I know I need to circle back to it and whether that's deciding that I do need to address it or that, okay, I'm okay now. And I know that person didn't mean anything by it. And the way they thought about it was 100% different than the way I think about it and deliver and receive information and all this. So it's just, you know, whatever, move on. Um, But if it's one of those things that just eats away at you, like you've got to address it. Yeah, you got to. And it's, sucks having the uncomfortable conversations my god does it suck and I am like I probably I think I like dislike myself the most when I have to like have the uncomfortable conversations and be like uh because um would you like and then we were like you know like I'm just such a blustery fool but yeah uh, it needs to get it needs to be done sometimes and you just sorry be uncomfortable in your own skin for a second yep (laughs) it's Um, making me uncomfortable talking about it well I was gonna say this is why a lot of people actually like to write things down and write notes or letters to people Mm -hmm. um but again comes down to different styles of communication and if you need to if that's how you can get all your feelings out that might not be how the person um receiving again like accepts it so Mm -hmm. they might read this note or letter and be like this is like I don't fucking get it or whatever so um or totally just make fun of you yeah but sometimes too I guess even just like if you are a person who likes to write things out sometimes just writing it out first can help you um, get your thoughts together yep get your thoughts together and just like help you be able to say it later because it's yes in your memory just like how you can learn for study for a test or you learn something like you can read you read it and you write it and it's just an extra step that uh pounds it in your memory so you can write it all out go over it in your head and it may help the conversation like talking be a little bit smoother and less flustery because you have gone over this and your thoughts are in a in a line yeah and it gives you more time to sit with it in yourself and be like what is happening today Yep. Um, also, side note, uh, you talked about how people wake up and look at their phones. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to stop doing that. And when I was doing the grief recovery thing, we were talking about how it's really great to when you first wake up, write down your dreams Ooh, or just yeah. start doing like lucid writing. And I've been wanting to do that. So maybe if I say it on here, it'll actually come to fruition. Yeah. That's a great idea. And I think Julia Arndt, who we had on about burnout, I can't remember if she said it on 
the podcast or if it was just something I saw on her social media, but I believe she spoke about, um, you know, getting up and like writing, even things you're grateful for, whatever, creating a different habit for yourself. And I know a lot of people have tried to, like, they don't sleep with their phone in their same room and they've gone back to just regular alarm clocks, um, which I've thought about doing as well um but I don't know if I would stick to that uh but it it has helped for sure because like I said I check the emails right away it's totally helped that I don't look at the emails um and I might get up and do something else because social media of course I'm still on it and scroll but I since I post so little lately I don't have the urge like oh did someone like this did they comment mm-hmm. that I like I don't have the urge just to scroll like I'll pop on if like I have no notifications I'm like all right then that's that um yeah that's in the morning that that tendency is a little bit more in the morning for me in the afternoon or evening or something I can 100% get caught into the thumb exercise for yeah. sure just <laughs> scrolling away especially before bed because it annoys the fuck out of me but a lot of times that's when suddenly I'll get this inspiration and um and you know it starts I'm looking at things and reading things like oh my god like that's great like that's motivating me and I have all these ideas and like I gotta stop fucking looking at this because now I'm wide awake yeah Um, but somewhere recently too I was oh actually it was another wild uh wandering wild wild women event uh the day after I got back last week that we had it was um about getting paid to be creative and a couple of the gals spoke about not again not feeling like too guilty about when you work if you are a person who is a little bit more creative at night then that's okay that's totally fine to work like late hours or work mm-hmm. on weekends um because people are don't work past five, don't work on weekends, set your boundaries. But it's like, but yeah, again, everyone's boundaries are different because there's plenty of days that I do work later. Like yesterday I worked pretty much like 11 to eight. Um, And some days I'm like, no, I'm at five o'clock shutting off. Like I'm fucking done. Uh, It all just depends. I do like, but that's, that's the great thing about having a little bit of flexibility with my schedule but on the other side of the coin, it makes it difficult for other people to know when to communicate with me because they're like, well, yesterday you mm-hmm. worked until this time and you were talking to me and then that Saturday you worked or like what the fuck ever. So I understand it can be hard. Um, but again, it's like they most likely are not expecting me to respond immediately. Yeah. That's just the expectation I put on myself. Yes. I think of myself as a um a very reliable and communicative person that I'm like yep mm-hmm. I'll respond right away um but I'm trying to again create more boundaries just with my phone yeah. overall and communication and I'm trying to be understanding about that too with with even my friends of texting them and not hearing from them and even Andrew like people are different and when they get in conversation you know they're not going to look at their phone and I don't want to be that person all the time either. I want to be able to have yeah. conversations with people, be out and about and not have to worry about someone texting me and, and a friend getting mad at me because I didn't respond to them. Mm-hmm. And there was plenty of times in my past where I'd be like, oh my God, 
the person's mad at me because like they haven't responded yeah, yet. I do that all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, that feeling is definitely going away because I'm just like, no, we are all just so busy and tied up that. And also how selfish of me to think that like that there's, it's about me, <laughs> like yeah. making everything about me. Like, oh, they're yeah. mad at me. It's like, but no. it happens. We do yeah. that, man. We get into those cycles and those spirals, especially with these damn pocket computers, man. That's so crazy. Um, well, so your work boundaries, not having any communication on your phone with work, at least right now, do you, I'm interested because you are a mother, um, yeah. and of a seven year old, like going to be eight soon, you know, full functioning human. So do you have struggles with um, like setting boundaries with him? And like, what kind of boundaries are you finding yourself as a mom needing to create now? I feel like every mother struggles with boundaries with Mm -hmm. their child. Um, And it just depends upon the mother child relationship. Um, For me and Quincy, He's pretty good at respecting my boundaries, although he likes to like touch my boobs. (laughs) And I don't know if other mothers deal with this, which I I do know because I've seen it and I'm just like, oh yeah, I know what that's like. And I it makes me feel so uncomfortable. And no, I haven't quite figured out how to draw that boundary with him. Um, and I get it. I get it. Boobs are great. Boobs, like we they they kept us alive for most of us who were breastfed, you know, they kept us alive for you. Boobs are great. I freaking get it. But like, that's one thing that I've been struggling with. Um, And as he's getting older, I've been realizing lately that I do a lot for him, like mm-hmm. almost to like an, a, a servant <laughs> status. I think a lot of parents uh, yeah. go through and that stage yes where you're like oh you can do this on your own now and you're like and then you have to be like you got this you can do it and like looking for things like when he goes into his room and looks for things he doesn't really try and I'm like it's right there so I am quickly interjecting right there because I feel like that is just a a man thing Andrew right. fucking opened the fridge looking for something. I'm like, it's like, I could tell you, I opened the fridge three days ago and I could tell you exactly where it was. Yeah. But I don't see it. I go over there and look, I'm like, it's right fucking there. It's yeah. right fucking there. Yeah. Yeah. But, it really uh, but could yeah. Be. So, it, or honestly, too, even when I was home in Washington, I got pretty lazy about a couple things and I was like, just like, mom, where's this? But yeah. like, I don't want to <laughs> open every fucking drawer. I don't yes. actually live here anymore. So, like, can you just yeah. tell me where it's at? But I, as I was doing that, I was like, I am totally. Andrew yeah like that's how I feel about my boyfriend when I'm out it's it's nice to not think and I get that and moms are great and we know everything and we're just so attentive (laughs) and incredible and no one can do it better than us because we're the fucking greatest Uh um but yeah I don't I mean I feel like I'm pretty good at drawing boundaries Mm -hmm. to a certain extent like it's just in me who I am as yeah. a person where I'm like, oh, you ain't crossing here. You ain't crossing there. But also throughout my life, I've had to do that a lot with people in my life. Mm-hmm. My family, for example, I have ca- had to cut most of my family out. And I don't know if it's because I'm a cold hearted bitch or because they're pieces <laughs> of shit. But I think you know, it's the latter. And it's yeah. because of what you brought up earlier is 
that you were getting taken advantage of. Oh, yeah. You spent so much of your life getting taken advantage of because you were that helpful giving person that you learned that you had to set boundaries. And when you set them, it's a line in the sand. Mm -hmm. um, And ain't that the fucking truth. And I, but I feel like with some relationships and scenarios, it's not a, it's not a lot, you know, it's a zigzag. It's a zigzag. And, and that's kind of natural. Like being a Mm -hmm. human is messy and complicated and a lot of relationships are too but for me I'm a I'm a hard stickler like if I draw a line it's kind of like a Grand Canyon yeah yeah (laughs) good luck getting past that I think that's pretty good because to me then at least there's no question right and I think that Mm -hmm. I draw a lot more zigzags because I come to the point of like well okay this time it's okay like mm-hmm. then this time is okay, but then it's like, but then this time it's no. And so yes. what is that person gonna know when it's gonna be a fucking no? Yeah. Versus like, all right, like, yeah, okay. Um, and yeah, it's it's just interesting. I mean, like in real time thinking about things and like going mm-hmm. into my mind about what I am and what I do. And like, like, wait a second. Yeah. Did I think I was something? like you know doing like hard yes or no person I'm like but I'm actually not like I don't yeah. even know I'm, I'm all over the board I'm yeah all over the board I really don't okay. know if people know what they're gonna get with me <laughs> maybe they do but I, I kind of feel like they don't because yeah again, I'm very emotional and sensitive person we're complex I'm, creatures yeah. dude and that's okay and but there are some things that you should draw hard fucking yeah. grand canyon lines where you're like no motherfucker absolutely no way. and stick to your guns but stick to your guns I, i'm definitely a cancer in the aspect to. of i'm like uh, a crab so very hard shell exterior oh. but very very soft on the inside yeah. and that's where it's like you don't know what I feel like you're gonna get or you just may think that some things are happening or don't bother me or whatever but really like every single thing that someone says I can like hold on to forever (laughs) yeah same dude (laughs) like what the fuck I know an elephant never forgets or something but (laughs) but yeah so anyways boundaries have them set them figure them out yeah, uh, but it's also not easy to figure them out. And I think it's that, so like I said, it's kind of what I'm doing in real time and why I wanted to have this conversation and open that doors because I do think I need to set some boundaries in life um, with other people or with myself or mostly like with myself and, and, uh, and That's stick to the them. hardest one. Yeah. The hardest ones are with yourself. I am the one who sets these boundaries for myself and then crosses them. So how can I set my boundaries and, uh, and uphold them? Um, because I know I'm setting them or wanting to set them for a reason. So, yes. And also giving yourself grace when they change Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. they do and they will, we do change and we will change. And that's just the way our cookies crumble. And it's okay. It's okay for that canyon to like fill back in. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we've talked about all the time and in multiple podcasts is that communication. So when the boundary does change, mm-hmm. that 
uh, even if it's with yourself, like fucking communicate that with yourself. I mean, even if it comes to talking yeah. to yourself, writing to yourself, I'm like, okay, this is where I'm at in life now. So I'm understanding that my boundaries this week are going to look maybe a little bit different. Maybe it's just yes. for a week. Maybe it's like, no, we need to change these long term. Um, but having that conversation with yourself, I, I think first and foremost, even if it is about someone else, if you can have it that conversation with yourself first, Mm -hmm. then it's a little bit easier maybe to convey to the other person because you've had an honest introspection of why you're setting it in the first place Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's it's uh I think for me right now it's like work figuring out my work boundaries that don't make myself go crazy and uh, right now that's just don't don't look at the email at this yeah. time of day or night when you know that you could see something that just either is going to be like, oh my God, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that task right fucking now. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, But because also anything that I really, for anybody, anything in my life, if someone really needs to get a hold of me, like they know fucking how to. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, don't email me. Don't send me a a cryptic message through an app like you can fucking call me and leave a voicemail and if i know you've left a voicemail then like i need to like check that or get back to you or like it's important or you know send a text that's like please call me Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so as with most of our episodes you know we'd love to hear from you on several things. One for me is like, if any of you out there do use these apps, I've had friends talk about some that they uh, set timers or something where they can't even get into certain apps during certain hours or whatever. Obviously you can just delete anything you want at any time and turn that app off. So I don't know if those really work, but you know, um, if you have any secrets like that, that you use that have helped you to either to stay focused um or to, you know, not look at certain things past certain hours, keep your mind out of work mode or yeah. get your mind in work mode, whatever the fuck it is, um, or boundaries that you've drawn for yourself or that you think you need to set. Um, and, you know, it'd just be interesting to hear. It's always interesting to hear what what all of you guys are going through and dealing yeah. with as well. Thousand. I love it. Yes, yes. Different perspectives, man. Yep, so many. And we can all learn from each other, kind of, mm-hmm. for the most part. You know, there's some people who <laughs> probably shouldn't take anything out of their book. But uh, <laughs> but I think you know when that's coming. Um, but, I mean, I think that wraps it up for, for me. You got anything else? No. Uh, I think I'm good. Uh. <laughs> oh, good, good. Cool. Well, we do not have any guests on the horizon right now as we were like went three back to back. Um, so we'll we'll get back on that, but it, it was nice to have just a catch up of a little TNA here. Yeah, and, TNA. Uh, yeah. And it just the next baby. couple of weeks for me are pretty pretty busy. So it gets a little bit harder to bring someone on and arrange time and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and I know you got a bunch of stuff going on too. So um, we'll see what we can get on, on the docket. But for now, I think the next uh, couple in the near future are definitely going to be us. And so if you have any topics that you'd like to hear about for us to talk about, for you to hear what how we deal with it or our thoughts on anything, uh, let us know 
Instagram is probably just the best way because yeah, I mean, you can email Taryn at podcast at gmail.com. But I think that I'm one of those people who I love email, but like a lot of other people don't. Yeah. Um, so email or Instagram, which is taryn.it.up.podcast. Uh, yeah. Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, um, out there to the abyss, thanks for listening. And we will talk to you all very soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode and would do us a huge favor since we don't have any sponsors or anything like that and would rate and review us on whatever platform it is you use, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, uh, whatever it is. And if you're listening and downloading just through the website, tearingituppodcast.com, leave comments. Um, We'll definitely engage back with you. And on social media right now, we're just on Instagram. Podcast is the handle. Like the posts, share the posts, comment on the posts, whatever it is you got. um, Show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all so again rate and review please and we'll see you next time thanks